welcome to Casey's Ice Cream Parlour, the podcast where we recap every single Sweet Valley Twins book in the series. I'm Paula and I'm here with Rich. Hello. This fortnight is our Christmas special. Yes, it is. And we have read Holiday Mischief. Yes, it's our, um, well, it's our, our first Casey's <clears throat> Christmas special of all time, but of course our second Christmas special of this month. Yeah, so last week we did in Kelly's Roadhouse, we read Special Christmas. We did, and it was very good. It was really good. And this one was actually really good as well. Oh boy, this one is fantastic. I'd never read this one before. This is the exciting thing, because usually it's a book you've read before. Yeah, I've read all of Sweet Valley High, but Twins, I haven't read most yeah. of them. Yeah, so uh, this was a new one for you. How did you find it? I loved it. So did I. It was wonderful. I didn't really know what it was about, because it doesn't tell you <laughs> it's much. It's not the most descriptive of things, no. So I was like, oh, it might be a bit boring. But then we had lots of comments from people saying they, how much they loved it. Yeah, and a it lot was... happens, actually, yeah. in this book. Um, I, I always said this with the twins I'm always worried that because like obviously twins is usually about 100 pages twins weekends for me are usually short weekends when I'm reading it's like oh 100 pages no problem the special editions are always like 100 to 30 to 50 pages and I always worry they're going to waste that time and it will just be like filler but it never is the, the two twin specials we've done have been amazing uh, Ghost in the Graveyard was really good and then this one amazing yeah so on the cover it says excitement and danger await the twins in washington dc oh boy and it's got a picture of um jessica and um i've forgotten her name anna anna yeah jessica and anna uh behind a screen peering around you were particularly pleased about this cover because unlike many covers this exact thing happens in the book yeah so they're appearing around a screen and there's a shadow of a, a sinister looking man yeah. holding a piece of paper. Yeah, now when I saw the, the thumbnail, I thought he was holding a knife. <laughs> I thought it looked like a murder. Um, so I got completely thrown off, but yeah. Also, even down to their outfits, that's the dresses that they are wearing in that yep. scene as well. Yeah, it, it's fully accurate. Um, although Anna looks really old. Anna looks... She does look quite old. She doesn't She's look like, like a child at all. A 40 year old smoker. <laughs> Um, says on the back, international intrigue. The Sweet Valley Middle School choir group is off to Washington, D.C. to compete in the national championships. Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield and their friend Anna can't wait to go. For the twins, it's their first big trip away from home. For Anna, it's her chance to find her long-lost sister Leslie, who she has just discovered is living in Washington, D.C. Jessica comes up with a brilliant plan to bring Anna and Leslie back together again, but they don't realise that their dangerous escapade is about to become an international news event. Oh my, it is indeed. Well, let's get into it. We start at the weekly school assembly in the auditorium. Jessica's waving over at Liz to sit with her. Yeah. Which I was really surprised at. There are a couple of moments in this book where Jessica's very out of character. And I was like, this is out of character. I wouldn't imagine she'd sit with Elizabeth. No, and certainly not wave her over from the other side of the auditorium. It's like, you're you're looking for unicorns, Jess. Why why would you? I mean, I guess she's a unicorn in name only, but yeah. No, that's Pi Beta Alpha. You keep doing this. I thought she was a unicorn in name only as well. Didn't she like storm out of the unicorn meeting at one point? Jessica was trying to get her to join and then they... Oh, she was having none of of it. You're right. Let her have sort of a trial thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. But she said she didn't want to do it. That's right. Jessica is mesmerised by Bruce Patman's dazzling smile. Mm. And I thought, just you wait, Jessica. Four years time, you're going to realise what Bruce Patman's all about. Yeah, she's nudging Liz in the ribs... uh, 
when Bruce smiles at her. Yep. Liz is unimpressed because she thinks that Bruce is conceited. She's right. But so she are is. you, Liz. So yeah, are you. Good point. Um, Mr. Clark steps up to the podium and he makes a special announcement. Yeah. The Sweet Valley Choir has been selected to represent Southern California in the annual National Middle School Chorus Competition. Her <laughs> long name. Yeah. Catchy. Jessica questions why they didn't join the choral group um, to begin with. Um, and Liz points out that they've been too busy. And I was like, yeah, you've been like the best ballet dancers, the best cheerleaders, the best newspaper writers, the best horse riders. Mm-hmm. You've been busy with plenty of other things, you know? Mm. The best thing of all is that this championship is going to be held in Washington, D.C. Yes. Um, and conveniently, the choir is auditioning for 10 new members on Thursday. Yeah, I was like, this choir, there were no people in it, I guess. How many mm-hmm. people are in a choir? Maybe like 20 people, I guess. Max. I have no idea. It kind of feels like this choir was not really even a choir until today. And now they're like, oh, we need, we need like, all of the members but of they were choir. selected for the championships like what was without the criteria a, yeah, with like what like 10 less members than they needed I don't understand maybe maybe every school no every school can't be invited I don't know I don't know how this works so after the assembly Jessica Liz and Ellen are really excited about trying out um yes and also so is someone called Anna Barrett yeah who is new I was like is this Roger Barrett's like, oh yeah yeah but no I guess not. Or at least we don't know if it, Could if be, it is. Yeah. Um, Amy can't try out because she's going to visit her grandparents. Yeah. And Julie says she can't sing. And then we find out that Dana Larson is one of the choir members. I'm so, so pleased and that me. they brought Dana into this. Because, like, she has to be <clears> in it. You, you can't not have Dana. Like, you're talking about singing, unless she came to Sweet Valley after Twins. But yeah, I was really glad that she was in this. Yeah, because this is the first Twins book that she's been in that we've read. Yeah. Yeah, she's one of the choir's star singers. I'm not surprised. She's future singer of the droids. Um, Charlie Cashman teases Jessica... He asks her to sing um, and break a glass that he's holding. Yeah, it's like a plastic cup. The glass cup, is actually is a yeah. paper cup. Yeah. <laughs> and Elizabeth says she's going to rehearse after school. Jessica tells her that's boring. <laughs> like, she clearly just expects to get in with no effort at all. Well, there is something about this because all of their friends blow smoke up their ass and pretend like they've just got in. They like all act like they've got in. Yeah. Um, so when they tell their parents, they're really excited. But and again, Alice is like, "Congratulations! I can't wait until we tell your father." Like they haven't auditioned yet. <laughs> you're just you're just assuming they've got it. Jessica says they could end up being stars. Oh yeah, of course she's like, "Oh my god, we're gonna meet the president." <laughs> For the rest of the week, the whole school is talking about the auditions. Yeah, Elizabeth spends all of her free time rehearsing. But Jessica just spends all week fucking around with the unicorns. Of course. I, I'd lo- and I said here, I'd love it if all of Liz's hard work paid off. For once. And, and just Jessica didn't just didn't get in because she spent no time practicing. Do you know what would happen if that happened? She'd make Liz feel bad and swap with Liz. They, yeah. So she'd end up going as Liz, even though it was actually Jess. But yeah, of course, we, we know they're both going to get in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> About 30 kids show up to the audition... Um, yes. That's not a very large amount, seen as apparently the whole school was talking about it. 
yeah i mean maybe <laughs> some of them are like a bit more honest and were like actually i cannot sing so you know yeah the twins talked to anna barrett in the line um Apparently, she's a friend of Norma Candy's. Yes, a friend of Norma Candy's and a, quote, freckle-faced, red-haired girl. She's really nervous, and she admits to them that she can't sing. <laughs> I was like, when, when she said this, I was like, what, what, are you, <laughs> what are you doing then? She just wants to go to Washington. Yeah. But then her eyes fill with tears. Oh, no. She tells them she was adopted when she was a baby. Mm. And a couple of weeks ago, she found a letter to her parents that mentioned a girl called Leslie who's also adopted yeah, and is moving to Washington from Australia. She's sure Leslie is her sister. Yes. And her adoptive parents are um, based, are going to be based at the embassy in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, Leslie's 13 and her parents know she's always wanted an older sister, but they haven't mentioned anything to her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, Leslie's parents are with the Australian consulate. Is that how you pronounce it? Consulate. Yeah. Consulate. So, I was like, what, what was this letter about and who sent it and why yeah, did they send it? Yeah, we do get an explanation it? later. Yeah, I, at this point I was like, what, this letter makes no sense. Like, where did this letter come from? But they, yeah, you're right. They do explain it. They do. So she thinks Leslie will be easy to find as she's living, can be living at the embassy. Yeah. Um, but the hard part will be getting into the choir. Mm-hmm. She sings a few bars of Silent Night to <laughs> just to prove that she's to them, awful. Yeah, how bad she is. <laughs> yeah. And she is actually terrible. Yeah. But Jess has a plan. This is fucking absurd. Well, a, yeah. it's absurd, but <laughs> for B, many reasons. It's completely out of character for Jess. To want to help someone else. To want to help selflessly yeah. help. There's no, no no ulterior motive here. No. At all. She just genuine this should have been Liz. I was really confused. So four people auditioning at a time. Yeah. Like surely they'd do it solo. That you know how Sweet Valley do auditions. They they did like cheerleading and basketball in the same place on the same oh, yeah. day. <laughs> they do like tests and they they have like half the class do the test in the morning and an hour later they do the other half of the class. Mm. Like Sweet Valley does auditions terribly. Jessica's plan is that the twins uh, stand either side of Leslie, uh, not Leslie, Anna, sorry. Anna, yeah. Um and she can just mouth words and pretend to sing. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's the plan. This fucking works. This teacher, I think is Mr. Stefan. There's Mr. a lot of Stefan, names in this. Yeah. He is an awful teacher. Yeah, he's a conductor. He doesn't notice. He can't be only... a good conductor. Yeah, he doesn't notice only three people are singing. Don't conductors like pick one person out of an entire orchestra that they can say, tell is not playing yeah. the right note? Like this guy can't even tell when there's like four four girls and two like one of them is just miming. Yeah, well the reason is uh, it says because Anna is such a great actress and she uses lots of facial expressions to look like she was really singing. It's not absolute bullshit. It's not the acting. <laughs> it's the sound that's yeah, the no. problem. <laughs> um. And yeah, so the twins and Anna all get in. Yeah, and Anna can't believe it, and neither can we. So there was 20 other kids that did not get in over someone that was just miming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how bad were these other kids? I know. Jessica's really excited about meeting the president. Yeah, because every time I go to London, I meet the queen. Yeah. But uh, Elizabeth is worried that Mr. Stefan is going to find out the truth about Anna. Well, I mean, he's been pretty bad so far at detecting it, so I think you'll be all right. Back at home, Stephen seems a bit jealous they're going to Washington. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but their parents are really happy. They're probably glad to get rid of the, them both for a week. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, Alice doesn't like doing 
cooking or anything like that. So. And then um, Liz points out to Jess that this is going to mean lots of hard work, learning carols they've never heard before. And Stephen points out how cold it's going to be in Washington, but Jessica's too excited to care. Jessica also has a plan about the cold, and we'll get to that very shortly. She waltzes out of the kitchen singing White Christmas. <laughs> we cut to Anna's house, where she's telling her parents. Yes. So her father is hanging wallpaper mm-hmm. because he's a writer who works around the house during the day and writes at night. When does he go to sleep? <laughs> Never. <laughs> he, he doesn't sleep. He's also a vampire. He just works constantly. Yeah. And her mother is a tall brunette who looks nothing like Anna. And everyone's all, always commenting on that fact, apparently. It's very rude. How fucking rude. <laughs> it's extremely rude. Yeah. It's, it's like, what are you trying to imply? That's really rude. Also, why would they even comment on it? Are these strangers commenting on it? Which it's would the be same very people that comment that Alice looks like the twin sister. Yeah, these, this imaginary <laughs> person in Sweet Valley. That people just go around in Sweet Valley like commenting on people's <laughs> mothers. <laughs> and, and, the, and the way they look. Yeah. So Anna's parents are really pleased, but they still don't mention Leslie. And she wonders um, if they're worried that she'll want to look for her real parents. Yeah. That pissed me off because uh, adoptive parents are real parents. They are. They are. They, they, you know, they have raised you, Anna. She won't need to tell most of you this, but yeah, they are. They are real parents, especially. But they you keep know. referring to them as real parents all the way through the book. Yep, the whole way fucks through. Me off. Um, Anna also feels like uh, a part of her was always missing, uh, and uh, she's always felt like she had a sister. Okay. Whatever. So, apparently, she thought it was like an imaginary sister, but now she's like, "Oh, actually, my imaginary sister was real." Later on, she does some snooping and she finds two envelopes tucked inside some photo albums. Mm-hmm. They contain her adoption papers and Leslie's adoption papers. That was a lucky find, wasn't it? And they both have the same adoption date on them. Oh my god! There's also a letter with Leslie's saying, "Perhaps these will be useful someday." Sincerely, Emlyn Wood. Mm, so now she has a name mm. she thinks this is all the proof she needs I mean yeah it does sound pretty it's um, pretty conclusive. conclusive why would they have this point? Yeah, like any of this Jessica's up early on Saturday to plan her Washington wardrobe yeah. but she discovers all of her winter clothes are too small now I, I love that she's trying on outfits and asking a life size poster of Johnny Buck what yeah. he thinks of it Yeah, but where, where the hell are the cast of Shout gone a life-size poster of the cast of I, I know I mean does Elizabeth still have posters of horses on her wall who knows <laughs> um, maybe you know, what, just you know what teens are like she's gone yeah. through that phase but John, she'll never Johnny, get over the buck no Johnny Buck's staying around forever I'm guessing he gets like in a couple of years he'll be too old and she'll be like I'm not interested anymore <laughs> but for now the buck is staying yeah so she goes and guilt strip Alice into taking them shopping by telling her they might catch colds yeah they go to a big department store called Abrams and Jessica picks out a purple sweater and skirt, obviously. Of course, of course. And Liz gets a pink and yellow wool sweater with a matching skirt. That I, sounds adorable. It does sound... Actually, for, for Liz, that's a pretty good outfit. Yeah. Um, I, I was questioning whether... Um, I, I was really hoping that Jess was going to plan to make the President of the United States an honorary unicorn member. <laughs> but, yeah. Alice insists they both get some winter boots, which Jessica complains about. But she changes her tune when the sales assistant shows her a photo in a fashion magazine of a model wearing them with brightly coloured socks. So she asks for the socks too. I wonder if it's that woman. You know, 
Slouch Socks. Slouch Socks. What was her name? I always forget her. Gretchen. Name. Gretchen. Tyler. Gretchen, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she wishes she lived somewhere hot. Uh, sorry, she wishes she lived somewhere where the seasons changed all the time. So she'd have to buy more clothes. Oh, it's so so horrible living in one season, always summer, Sweet Valley High. What yeah. a hard life. Like she, Yeah, I said she should be careful what she wishes for. <laughs> she really should. I mean, we barely have seasons here. No. We, we've got the opposite of Sweet Valley High. Yeah. It's perpetual winter here. <clears throat> we get a summer that lasts about three week. weeks. Yeah, yeah, three lucky, weeks. If we're lucky. Three weeks. And that is like maximum 25 degrees, really. Yeah, yeah. With, with a bit of rain. Mm-hmm. So the following week, they all get fitted for black robes to wear on stage. They rehearse nearly every night and they get given an itinerary and um, a list of rules for the trip. Yes. They're kind of devastated, or Jess is devastated, when she learns that they're all... They're not just going to be allowed to wander around Washington mm. on their own. Um, they're going to be given a chaperone, which obviously annoys Jess. Yeah, about. they're not allowed to go off anywhere without an adult. Yeah. And all of their activities are organised. Yeah. Um, it's like a proper school trip. So Anna won't be able to just stroll off to the Australian embassy. No, no. And, um, you know, Jess won't be able to wander off and do whatever the hell she was planning on doing, meeting the president. Boring Liz predictably spends the week studying a guidebook and a map. Oh my god. We'll get to it. But she is insufferable with this bloody guidebook. She tells Jess she just doesn't want to get lost. They're not going to get lost because they're going to be chaperoned everywhere. Yeah, I know. Like, this is pointless, Liz. You're making an excuse. I don't trust the teachers to to have maps and know their way around. Yeah, you just want to be a know-it-all, Liz. Face it. At Wednesday's rehearsal, Mrs. Stefan, uh, Mr. Stefan, asks Dana, Jessica and Anna to sing Silent Night together. Yes. Uh, Anna freaks out, obviously. Yeah. And because uh, Dana will, will tell on her, I think. Dana won't have, like, Dana can't afford to have, like, a bad element in no. her chorus. Dana's serious about this. She is serious. Very serious about music. We know this. So she asked to go to the bathroom and says she doesn't feel well. Yeah, she says she's got a bad stomach and feels sick. Um, and she gets dismissed for it. By the way, this becomes a running theme. She gets out of everything just by being like, oh, I feel ill or mm-hmm. I, I don't feel well. Go, go. So she's been gone a while and Liz goes to check on her. And she has actually been sick this time. Yeah, I think it was anxiety. With nerves. Nerves, yeah. Mr. Stefan says she can rest her voice in all of the rehearsals so she doesn't strain it before the competition. Yeah, and Jess kind of mocks her and she's like, maybe you shouldn't speak to save your voice. Just don't talk to anyone either. <laughs> So Thursday, they leave for Washington. We get a touching little scene as they board the plane. And Jessica actually cries. Yeah, Alice is emotional with Jess. And then Stephen hugs uh, Jess and they both get emotional. And then Liz jokes, um, saying that they should take a photo as no one would believe that Stephen's like actually being nice. And I thought, I bet that's the last time that Stephen ever tried to be nice. And then after that, he was like, no, I'm not going to bother <laughs> anymore. I'm just going to be awful all the time. Because the one time he tried to be nice, people mocked him for it. Anna's dad tells her he's sorry he can't be there to hear her sing. Yeah, and she's still upset because they still don't mention Leslie. As if they'd mention it on the tarmac. Yeah. Like, by the way, by the you way, go, while you're there. <laughs> also, I thought they would have asked to hear her sing at home. Yeah. Like, like sing a few notes so they could hear her. I always remember when I started a band in school, my mum was like, let's hear you sing. Yeah. You're not just like... You show people things. Yeah. Your parents. your parents would show some interest. And then they, like, yeah, I was surprised they didn't, you know, discover how bad she was. 
Yeah. Do you think she put on some, um, what's her name, Mrs. Diamond tracks and was like, <laughs> that was me upstairs practicing? Yeah. On the plane, she says to the twins she's hurt that her parents haven't mentioned Leslie. And Liz says, well, you can meet Leslie in Washington and then you can talk to them all about it when you get back. Yeah. Uh, they all play some games. They play a game called Crazy Eight. Yeah. Not sure what that is. Well, <clears throat> tell you one person that's not playing games. Who? Liz. Oh, God. Fucking yeah. Wakefield. Yeah, she's got the guidebook out. She is the worst passenger on any public transport. Yeah, she's boring everyone with uh, facts about the history of cherry blossoms. Yeah. And uh, Jess tells her to shut up. I, yeah, I would <laughs> as well. Can you imagine? Like, how? I don't know how long this flight is, but can you just imagine someone immediately starting to talk about cherry blossoms and getting out of their guidebook? Like, just, just shut up. Yeah, it's like we're trying to play a game. We're trying to play a game or just rest and chill out. Like, we yeah. don't need the facts. And as you said, quite rightly, they've got chaperones. Mm-hmm. There's no need for this, Liz. She just wants to look smart. But uh, Jess talks about celeb spotting and ice skating. That's yeah. more a fun topic. That is a fun topic, yeah. Elizabeth says she wants to go to the Library of Congress and uh, the National Archives to I, see the Constitution. I, I love that Bruce says it's probably just a photocopy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but surprisingly, so does Alan as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then Liz says that a tour of the White House has been arranged for them. And Jessica calls her Mrs. Know-it-all. Yeah, well, she is trying to be Miss Know-it-all. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be Miss Know-it-all when you've got a book in front of you telling you everything <laughs> you need to think about. And they get the bus to the hotel and Liz consults her guidebook for the whole journey on the bus oh, as well. Oh, God. About everything they pass. They're also a little disappointed that there's no snow. Mm. But they get to the hotel and Jessica is in awe. Yes. It's got dark red carpets, heavy gold drapes, and antique furniture. I, Do you know what I'm imagining? I know. If you've made the same note I have, this oh is going to be amazing. Do you want to say it or shall I? I imagine the hotel from Home Alone 2. I've got... I assume this is like the Home Alone... Uh, the oh hotel from Home Alone 2 Lost That's in amazing. New York. That's literally the comment I've That's got That's literally here. what I've written yep. as well. <laughs> amazing. Um, and uh, Jessica says she wants to stay there forever and that Sweet Valley is such an ordinary town. Oh, I wouldn't say it was really, really I wouldn't go that far. Town. Yeah. But um, Liz feels hurt when she says this. Aww. <laughs> and then they spot a glamorous brunette girl about their age, wearing a red silk dress covered in sequins. <laughs> a bit much. <laughs> they think she must be from one of the competing schools uh, because they're staying at the same hotel as two other schools. Yeah. They're, st- they're sharing the hotel with Grant Middle School. Hmm. Um, from Ohio and Brent Middle School from Atlanta. Yeah. Dana's told them that Grant have won for the last three years and they're really hard to beat. Yeah, I don't think that, like, I don't think that Brent even come up again. No, they're, they like, don't. so insignificant in this competition. Any other schools don't. No, it's quite clear, I guess, from, like, immediately <clears throat> that this ragtag group of 10 choral singers that they chucked together at the last minute are, like, the strongest competition and only Grant have a chance of beating them because they don't mention any other school it's just Grand and Sweet Valley from now on <laughs> uh, the next day same as at home Jessica is still asleep five minutes before they've got to be downstairs but Liz looks out the window and she sees snow yeah and this makes Jessica leap out of bed yeah 
Mrs. Isaacs knocks and tells them to remember their hats, and Jessica refuses to wear one because it'll mess her hair up. Yeah, Miss Isaacs is like, uh, well, you'll get pneumonia if you don't, so, uh, you know. But she can't, like, she only woke up five minutes before they had to be downstairs. She can't have done that much to her hair anyway. That's true. In fact, like, as she had less than five minutes, she can't even have, have washed or brushed her teeth. No. That's disgusting. It's pretty gross, yeah. And also surprising, because usually she's so fussy about how she looks. Of of all the girls, I'm surprised it was Jessica that did it. Well, I would have yeah. thought she'd be taking ages to get ready. Absolutely. On the bus to the auditorium, everyone is complaining because they didn't have enough time to eat breakfast before they left. So these teachers are sending them off to rehearsals with no food. Yeah. That's... It gets worse. The, the, the way these, these teachers are in this book is pretty bad, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it is really bad, actually. It gets quite bad. Uh, we get Liz acting like a child tour guide again. Yeah. Oh. But Winston wants to go sledging, and he asks her where they could do it, and she doesn't know. Don't know everything. You don't know everything. <laughs> Only boring stuff. It was at this point that I started questioning how desperate Sweet Valley were for this choral group, because there's, like, Bruce Patman and Winston on this choral singing group, but I'm like, I've never, we've never known them be singers before. We've never known any of these people be singers. No. Apart from Dana. Well, I imagine that the twins are just good at everything. Oh, right? of course You know, so, so that's accepted. And Ellen, we haven't heard too much about. So I'm like, oh yeah, maybe Ellen can sing. But I don't imagine Winston being like a great soprano singer or something, <laughs> you know? Outside the auditorium, they start throwing snowballs. Yeah, that devious Charlie Cashman. <laughs> then someone pouts Anna. Jessica turns around and she sees the red dress girl laughing and pointing. Oh my goodness. Ellen's found out who she is. She's called Sherry Dunstan. She's the best singer at Grant. Mm. Jessica can tell she's serious competition just by looking at her, apparently. Yeah, just like I think Jess is like, she's the only <clears throat> competition. But I was like, it's a singing contest, Jess. Like, she's like, she's my only competition by looking at her. I was like, well, it's a singing contest. Yeah, you haven't heard her it sing. It doesn't matter how you look. Sweet Valley got to rehearse first, and Mr. Stefan says that... Uh, today they're going to choose their soloists and of course this this freaks Anna out again also isn't it a bit late for that surely they would have chosen them before they left they didn't have a team until like a week ago we've literally just got here and we haven't arranged anything no they they haven't done anything no I don't like you said I don't even know how they got into this competition without a choral group or missing 10 members (laughs) and let alone yeah they've done no practicing apparently or picked anything they're just winging it so yeah, he wants them all to sing a few lines on their own. Yeah. But surely at this point, like, they can't just send Anna home now anyway. Even if they did find out she was shit. I, what I are they going to do? Just... I, I have this note a little later, and, and I said, like, there's, like, there's no, they're not going to send her home alone, right? Mm. They're not going to spend the extra money to get another flight home. So the best thing that could happen to her now is to get caught and spend the rest of the time in the hotel maximising yeah. her chances of yeah. getting to, to the um, embassy. And, you know, if he did catch her, it's, it's his own fault anyway for being yes. so unobservant. How did you manage, like, you're you're meant to be a, a music teacher. Yeah, that's his completely his fault. Yeah, absolutely. Jessica deliberately uh, squirts ink onto Anna's white sweater. Yes, and gets her dismissed. Um, and Liz leaves with her. This Liz just keeps following Anna wherever Anna mm-hmm. goes. Yeah, she, Jessica makes a big show of apologising. Yeah. Uh, Liz tries to wipe it off, but makes it worse. 
Um, Anna's upset about the sweater, but she's also relieved because Mr. Stefan says she can take a cab back to the hotel with Liz to get changed. Yeah, she says to Liz that she wished she'd found another way, but she saved her life. So already they're allowed to go off with an adult on the first day. Yep, they just get sent chucked into like, a cab. Yeah, that was a, easy, a wasn't it? A random cab and just sent home. Done. Yeah. Problem solved. Go to the embassy now. After the big fuss. Yeah, go now. After the big fuss, like they can't go anywhere without a chaperone. Yep, immediately. They first day. Yep. First morning. The first day. Bruce has to ask Jessica if she can squirt ink on him too. Yeah. I swear, most of the like the newbies just aren't interested in singing at all. They just want to be in the choir. When has Bruce Patman ever been interested? Yeah. I, I think they just want to go to Washington. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, they just want to go to Washington. Yeah, they yeah. don't care about the, the singing at all. Um, I was really surprised, though. Plot twist. Turns out that Jessica actually planned this quite well through. It's disappearing ink. Yeah. The ink disappears. And I was like, wow. So, yeah, in, in the cab, Liz and Anna realise the stain's gone. And yeah, they realise she's used disappearing ink. And even Liz is like really shocked by this. She's like, oh wow, like Jess actually really thought this through. Why does she randomly have that on her? I know, again, like... Yeah, she must have planned it. Yeah, great. We we do uh, a... we do get told there is a novelty shop nearby. Yeah. But she hasn't gone there yet, so I don't know where she got it from. She's like some kind of Kevin McAllister. Yeah. She's packed all kinds of... Um, tricks and booby traps to help Anna. See, I can tell, <laughs> just like me, you were reading this book. Thinking of Home Alone. And with all the snow, I know it's not <laughs> in New York, we're in Washington, but with all the snow and the hotel and everything, it was like Home Alone yeah. too, the whole way through this book. <laughs> By the time they get back, Jessica's already snagged the best solo of the whole programme. Yeah, of course. A lead solo of the little drummer boy. Yeah, I bet Dana's like, yeah, oh, no, I've been like Dana. working all this time for this. This is my life. It's a bit of a slap in the face to all of the original experience members, isn't it? I think like Dana was the only one. (laughs) Like, because who else was there? Oh no, they don't really talk about many other people, do they? But Dana, you'd be like, oh, Dana's like all about music is her whole life. And also, Jessica's done this with no practice. Yeah, the book literally makes a point of saying she's just fucked about for a week and not bothered. Like, Um, Liz is assigned a solo too. Yeah, without being there. Um, well, she does get to. to oh, sing, they get back just in time, back, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. But Anna isn't even asked for some some stupid reason. Luckily, yeah. yeah. On the way out, they pass Sherry Dunstan. Yeah, and apparently she sounds amazing. And she loudly remarks that if Anna's voice is anything like her manners, she's in trouble, because anyone messy enough to get ink all over their sweater must be a lousy singer. So, how does that logic work? Yeah, how A, how does that logic work? B, Sherry's a fucking moron. Anna has not once in this scenario displayed bad manners. Clumsy, maybe, but bad manners. She was perfectly nice. And she didn't get ink all over her sweater anyway. Jessica did it. It was Jessica, yeah, yeah. And even if she did, that wouldn't have anything to do with her singing voice. Yeah. Liz immediately calls out Sherry uh, for being rude. Um, Yeah. And Jess even gets involved calling her Miss Priss. Yeah. Um, and she starts doing impressions of her. Yeah. Sherry flounces off angrily. Oh boy. On Friday they go on a bus tour, and even though this time they've got an actual paid tour guide on the bus, mm-hmm. Liz still takes her guidebook along. I know. Well, you know. Like there's somebody paid for this. Yeah, and like, and by the way, these people on the buses they do this every day, like probably mm-hmm. like five times a day. These tour guides. When they pass the Australian embassy, Anna and the twins memorise the location. Even though they're not sure how they're going to get away without a chaperone yet. 
Well, seemed yeah, easy well, enough yesterday, didn't ch- it? Chuck some ink on yourself. Yeah. Um, and then they go on their White House tour. Yeah, and they're all like blown away by it. Jessica wonders what Lila would say if she managed to get a photo of the president. Yeah, and I love the bit of continuity where Ellen <clears throat> says that she'd probably be more impressed by a photo of Johnny Buck. Hmm. Which, so would uh, I. Took me back to the concert when hmm. she was trying to get the autograph and stuff. And yeah, I'd be more impressed. By so that would I. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Later on, they are finally allowed to rent some sledges and head to the park. Yeah, yeah. So the itinerary's changed, um, and yeah, they're they're allowed to go to the park and uh, go sledding in the snow. Winston probably just kept on and on, yeah, and on just about relentlessly it until the teachers were like, "For fuck's sake, just just let them." Yeah. Anna's great at uh, sledging. She's explains that her family go to the Sierras every year, yeah. so she's had some practice. Mm-hmm. Sherry Dunstan strolls over. Oh no. She proposes a sledging race between the two schools. Yeah, and Jess accepts. Obviously, Jess can't back down. Jess is like, no, no, I can't back down now. Liz points out that being from Sweet Valley, none of them are any good because you know. There's yeah, because they're from like uh, they're from like Oklahoma or something, aren't they? Ohio. Is oh, it? Ohio. Sorry, um, and they're like, yeah. So there's like presumably <clears throat> snow there. I don't know American geography at all, so. All we know is that the weather in Sweet Valley is perfect. Every time. So, yeah, of course, not much chance to sled. Um, Bruce, though, says, hey, I, I can sled. I've gone skiing and stuff. And there's a few a few of the guys are like, hey, we can sled and Anna's really good. So. Well, they haven't done it before, though. Bruce just thinks it'll be okay because he's skied before. Yeah, they are very different things. And uh, Colin Harmon thinks it'll be just like skateboarding. Yeah, that doesn't work. And Jessica says it can't be that hard. <laughs> well, Jess is the uh, the queen of just being great at stuff without any practice. So apparently, uh, so she's on a roll so far. <coughs> so they line up for a relay, and when Anna's up, um, Sherry shouts out that she's the team slob. Oh boy, it's just rude. Liz gets her turn. She tips over on the way down the hill. <laughs> Same thing happens to Dana. And then it's Jessica versus Sherry. Yeah, course. they're like going head to head. They have some big fight and talk, um, but Jess doesn't let on that her heart is pounding. Yeah, she keeps it, you know, she keeps it real. She's actually doing pretty good until Sherry starts zigzagging around to confuse her. Yeah, Jess is um, out in front, but um, this this zigzagging kind of throws her off. And then Sherry cuts directly in front of her. (gasps) Jessica tries to steer out of the way and she hits a tree. I know, I was like, oh my God, she's going to get really hurt. But luckily... I think the sled hits the tree and she just goes flying face first into the snow. And a cute guy comes over to help her up. Yeah, I thought this was going to go somewhere. I know it didn't, did it? <laughs> no. She, he introduces himself as one of her enemies, Matt Halpin. Yeah. He says that uh, Sherry's their best singer, but she's a horrible person. Yes, and Jess, Jess jokes that he's the nicest enemy <laughs> she's ever seen. And he also says everyone on their team uh, is too scared to tell Sherry off. Yeah. Um, it's basically, it's Lila Fowler. Yeah. It's the Lila Fowler of Grant. Janet. Or Janet. Janet is the Janet of Grant, yeah. But um, everyone's. It turns out everyone's seen what Sherry did and they refused to give Grant the point. Yeah, which is weird because you'd think all of Grant would have been like, no, that still counts. I guess so. I was talking about Sweet Valley. Yeah, I guess so. So the, uh, the rematch is on. <laughs> yeah. This time, Jessica wins. Yes. And Sherry is 
red with rage. Yeah, she stomps off in a half. Mm-hmm. Back at the hotel, Anna calls the Australian embassy and just asks for uh, Mr. Linwood's direct number. And unsurprisingly, they won't give it to her. <laughs> They're like, no, actually, that no. Yeah. We're not going to give this child like someone's private phone number <laughs> yeah yeah um on the way back to the hotel jess also notices a novelty shop and uh, she yes. thinks she's got the perfect plan for revenge mm. which i was confused by it's like she's got the perfect plan for revenge against sherry and it's like but you've just got the one up on sherry you don't need revenge because you're you've already shown <laughs> her up at the park it's like you just want to do more i guess yeah and uh, so as they won't give Anna Mr. Linwood's number, she thinks, well, I'll just go down there instead. I'll just, I'll just to pop do up. what? Just rock up to the embassy. It's fine. Like, they won't even give you his phone number. They're not going to let you in. No, it's an embassy. At dinner, she discusses it with the twins. Jessica suggests that she sneaks out in the middle of the night. Yeah. But Liz thinks she'll get kicked out of the competition. Which would be fine. Which she doesn't want to do anyway. Yeah, I know. Sherry overhears Liz say this, and she says to Anna, you'll get kicked out if you can't sing. Well, want to bet. She's done pretty well so far without yeah. singing. She laughs at Anna, and apparently even her laughter is musical. Yeah. Anna, like, furiously denies um, that she can't sing, but she does feel like crying inside. On Saturday morning before rehearsals, Anna and Dana are outside building a snowman. Yeah, I thought it was really cute. Sherry comes over. She looks amazing in a purple snowsuit. <laughs> Is she Grant's version of Janet Howell? She must be. Like, love... Even in the purple snowsuit. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. What, what I love, though... Do you <clears throat> think there's, like, different versions of the Unicorn Club? They're called different things, but they all wear purple I was thinking schools. that, yeah. I was like, Is she sort of... Yeah. Have they got their own version in their school? Yeah, they must have. Um, I love this, though, because Sherry comes out. She comes out... She sees Anna and immediately storms up to her and is like, Oi, bitch, like, <laughs> sing God Bless America right yeah. now. She's like, just storms <laughs> up, she's like, Sing God Bless America. <laughs> it's like, Whoa, okay. And uh, <laughs> just building a snowman. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Bruce tells Anna to do it just to shut Sherry up. Yeah, which is a fair point. They're all like, But you can sing. Well, yeah, just prove they don't it. have any idea. And then it's like, Problem solved, right? Uh, but Liz rushes over and rescues her. Yeah. And says the doctor has told Anna to rest her voice. Yeah, she, she says she's got laryngitis. And you're like, if she's got laryngitis... She wouldn't be able to speak. The competition's off. Like, she's not going to enter the competition with laryngitis. Yeah, you're right. She wouldn't even be able to speak properly. Dana tells Sherry to go and stick her head in the snow. <laughs> I love Dana. Liz whispers to Anna that maybe she should fake laryngitis. But she says, they won't let me outside if I do that. But they're not going to let her go to the embassy anyway. Yeah, I know. So. This, is, this is like, you're sneaking out. Yeah. Jessica's furious at Sherry. And between rehearsal and lunch, she sneaks out of the hotel with Ellen. Oh, they head yeah. to the novelty shop. See, see, they fucking snuck out again. Yeah, I know. It's like, not hard. See how easy it is it's to sneak really out. It's really easy. These are it's the worst teachers. Unbelievable. Yep. Later on, by the way, we'll get to it later on. But later on, they just literally let them go. They're like, I want to go for a walk. Like, okay. I know. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> it's, so Jessica wants something really scary to get revenge on Sherry. And she um, finds your worst nightmare. Oh, God. Yeah, she decides on some slimy, sticky plastic insects that apparently look very realistic. Now, plastic spiders are something you have an absolute oh, God, don't even, fear of, don't right? Don't even talk about them. I hate them. So um, this would work for you. It would. This would work on you. 
Um, then they go to the pharmacy and she buys the same brand of lozenges that Sherry uses. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the plan is that, that Jess is going to go talk to, to Sherry <clears throat> while Ellen swaps the... Uh, yeah, so she fills the, the lozenge box with the bugs mm-hmm. first. And then she plans to swap Sherry's box for the bug-filled one. Yeah. On Saturday, they all go skating. Uh, Liz and Anna ask Mrs. Isaacs if they can go for a walk, if they promise not to go too far. (laughs) And she says, yeah, as long as you're back for dinner. Like, fine. Don't worry about it. How old Uh, are they? You can't see, but I'm shaking my head like mad. How old are they? Twelve. Twelve-year-old Two twelve-year-old girls in the middle of a city they have no in a like state they've never been in before. Yeah, off you go. They well, they already chucked those two in a cab on their own as well. Yeah, got another two twelve-year-olds sneaking out to shops. Yep, just chaos. So of course Liz and Anna immediately head for the embassy. Yeah, uh, because Anna thinks the Linwoods might just be hanging around outside. Yeah, just 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 uh, having a fag outside. Yeah, yeah. Liz turns it into a learning experience again. By trying to figure out what all the different flags are above the buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably she hasn't got a you know a flag book or something. Yeah, yeah. They get there and they question the guards. The guards say they don't know anyone called Leslie, but they suggest the girls come back tomorrow because there's a big reception tonight at 8pm to welcome a new family moving in from Australia. Yes, and of course Anna's like, that must be, that must be Leslie's family. Yeah, she says they have to go. Liz says, maybe you should ask Mrs. Isaacs. And Anna says, Mrs. Isaacs never lets us do anything. She just let oh, you I, go I, I beg to fucking differ. Yeah, yeah she let, <laughs> seems let to let you, you do anything you bloody well want. Yeah. <laughs> Try your luck. But um, Liz uh, says it's wrong to lie. But Anna, And then Anna points out that Liz told her to lie about having lying. <laughs> yeah, you've already face, suggested Liz. lying, Liz. Yeah. Back at the hotel... Um, and they lied. They effectively lied to get her here in yeah, the first place I by know. pretending she could sing. Yeah. This whole thing is based St. on St. Elizabeth says it's wrong to lie. Yeah. I'm glad Anna called her out on that. Yeah, I was as well. But back at the hotel, even Jessica tells Anna that it's dangerous to sneak out. But then when Anna tells Jessica how glamorous the party's going to be... Jess is in. She's all yeah. in. So they plan to sneak out later. Um, they're going to use the service elevator. Yeah. While everyone else is going to be singing carols for the hotel guests in the lobby. Won't one of the teachers notice that two of the choir are missing? Not these teachers. Not these ones. No. Especially as Jessica's such a star singer. She's apparently. literally their best singer, apparently, though. She's, she's been elevated above Dana, but still, they won't notice. No. At dinner, Liz tells Anna, Jess and Ellen that she's been asked to lead the whole choir for the carols later. And Dana's just like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, again, what about the people... Like the kids who aren't in this for the free holiday, you know. The like, kids that have been in this 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 chorus for like since the start. Ugh, I know. The choir, sorry, chorus, choir. Same thing, isn't it? I think I so. Know. She's asked Mr. Stefan if they can go caroling in the street afterwards, and he's agreed. So she says this will <laughs> be Anna's chance. Off you go. Have yeah. fun. She says this will be Anna's chance to go to the embassy. Yeah. Anna and Jess say that's crazy because the embassy aren't just going to let them inside. But it's like, this is a flaw with both plans. That's your plan They're anyway. not going to let you inside anyway. Yeah, that's like, still your plan. Um, and then Sherry comes and sits down across from them. Jessica takes the chance to play the prank. Oh, well, Jessica takes the chance to get Ellen to play the prank. Yeah. I love that Jessica's like, I'm not taking the risk. You go do it. Liz notices that Jessica's just 
staring at Sherry like a psychopath. Yeah. And she's really confused. But then Sherry eventually opens the box. She screams and jumps around. She wails. I know these sweet valley girls are responsible for this. <laughs> she's not wrong. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Jessica and Anna have used the distraction to sneak off. And Liz gets Just leaving blamed. Liz to take Anna's wrath. But um, they think she's yeah. uh, they think she's Jess as well, so they all have a go at her. It's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, they just leave her to take Sherry's wrath. Yep. Um, so Liz decides to lie. Oh, I thought lying was bad. Yeah, I thought lying was bad. Oh, okay. It's fine now. All right. And she says uh, Anna's uh, got a sore throat, so she's gone upstairs. And Jess went with her. Yeah. She she thinks to herself, this is to protect Anna and Jess. It's like, this is to protect yourself. Yeah, this is you trying you. to justify lying. Um. Yeah, and it's to protect yourself from everyone having a go at you. Yeah, yeah, Not pretty much. Not to protect much. them. Um, so Mrs. Isaac says she's going to go and get Anna and Jessica downstairs. Oh, boy. Liz hopes they haven't snuck out. <laughs> she knows. She knows what's going on. But yeah, upstairs they've got changed into some taffeta and silk party dresses. They just happen to have packed. Yeah, well, you know, why not? They try to use the service elevator, but uh, they get told off by a janitor. So they take the stairs and they run through the lobby into the street, somehow unnoticed by everyone. Yeah. Except one person. Uh, well, as they leave, Sherry sees them. She, she... Is sh- Sorry, go oh, on. No, go on. She assumes by the way they're dressed that they must be off to meet some boys. Yeah. It's like you were wearing a red silk sequin dress at the beginning. Yeah. Were you off to meet boys? Yeah, that's a fair point. She goes straight to the Sweet Valley music teacher, Miss MacDonald, and snitches on them. Yeah. Of course she does. And of course Mrs. MacDonald is horrified at the fact that their terrible teaching, uh, their terrible skills of like monitoring their kids has Hmm. let two of them escape the the, uh, hotel. We cut to the embassy. It's all lit up like a fairy tale castle. It's surrounded by limousines and beautiful people. Yeah. Jessica, of course, is in her element. She she has a dream where yeah, she's at the embassy. One of, one of her daydreams. One of her daydreams. I love these. Where she's just at the embassy walking around and everyone in the embassy is go- is asking who the pretty girl is. Yeah. Apparently she's wearing a fur coat and high heels in her dream. <laughs> and expensive jewellery. <laughs> she knew she could pull it off because she couldn't have her when she wants to. Like, I don't think she would pass as a woman. You're still 12. You're 12. <laughs> like, I mean, you might pass for like 14, <laughs> but... Yeah. But Anna is worrying about how they're going to get in without an invite. That's a legitimate like, well, problem. Didn't you think about this before you before you left the hotel? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're just thinking of this now. <laughs> well, the plan they come up with on the fly isn't <clears throat> Jessica the worst comes up with it. plan. And, it, and I, I, I could see it kind of working. Kind of. Oh, I'm they're not, lucky. I'm not so sure. They're very they lucky. They are lucky that this works. Yeah. So Jess's plan is they can just walk behind a couple and pretend to be their daughters. Yeah. Now, they actually do manage to get this couple to actually look and smile at them, <clears throat> which kind of, I guess, helps with the guards. Mm. But this is like the fucking embassy. I know. I know. But we'll get on to the security of this embassy later. Yes. Because it's like the teachers. Everyone, it's Everyone's organisation in this is terrible. Yeah. So when they get in, they, they look for Leslie, but there's no sign. They don't even know what she looks like. I know, they're, they're like, they're just looking for a kid. And there's a group of kids by the tree, but Anna says uh, that none of them look like Leslie. And it's like, you don't... It's her imaginary sister. Yeah. So they decide to look upstairs, 
They just breeze past two security guards. Yeah, they just walk in. Like by talking in the place. loudly about how they're friends of Leslie's and the guards don't bat an eyelid. So the security only they gets turned up tonight. The on. guards are probably like, who the fuck's Leslie? Yeah. But I guess if they were an important family, they'd know that this fa- yeah, party possibly. is literally for Leslie's family. Also, they've come from Australia. They bring their friends from Australia too. Like, how would Leslie have friends in their Washington? Friends. How would she have friends in Washington? She's just come from Australia today. To oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, I guess pen pals got, or something. She's got random American friends. Yeah. Um, so when they get upstairs, they check all of the rooms, but none of them look like they were Leslie's room. No, and I thought, like, maybe the embassy just don't allow you to put Johnny Buck posters up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Or pony posters. And then Anna opens a closet door. And she finds a secret office. What? This is my favourite bit. This is, this, this, I was like... So cool. This gets like, it goes from zero to 60 pretty fast yeah. though in this book. Because this is towards the end of the book at this point. Yeah. And then all of this stuff just happens. I was like, what? What's <laughs> going on? So the secret office is lined with bookshelves. There's a huge desk in the centre. They hear someone come in, so they hide behind an ornate Victorian screen next to a filing cabinet. And then... A man steps into the room. <gasps> Cliffhanger. Cut back to the hotel. Yeah. Back at the hotel, Caroling is cancelled as the teachers have discovered that Jess and Anna are missing. Liz. Surprised they didn't just carry on with it, you know. Liz, tell no lies Liz, <laughs> says that her sister would never be with boys. Yeah. And that she knows the rules. Like, she would definitely be breaking the rules and be out with boys. If we had a tally in this book of who lies the most Liz would be top of the list Liz the one who's telling people not to lie virtuous Liz would be yeah, the one she, be. she lies more than anyone else in this book most of the time it is for Jessica as well yep Mrs. McDonald says even if she's not out with boys she's still broken the rules by leaving the hotel yeah the adults want to call the police so uh, Liz has to tell them the truth yeah I mean that's at this point they failed so miserably at their job. They've now got two 12-year-old girls lost in Washington. The police are your best bet. Yeah, but uh, Liz tells them the truth, but she leaves out the part about uh, Leslie because she wants to keep Anna's secret. So she just says... Why? She just says Anna wanted to visit a long-lost relative. And then, obviously, Mrs. McDonald's like, why don't she just ask to go... Yeah. Do her parents we, know about this We let relative? you do anything you want. Just yeah. ask. You can go do it. <laughs> and she's like, do her parents know about this relative? Um, Sherry's smirking and she says Elizabeth should be punished too for withholding information. She's not withholding information. She's just offered it up, Sherry. Even Miss McDonald, though, is obviously sick of Sherry and basically tells her to fuck off. I love this. Yeah, Miss McDonald is clearly fed up yeah. of, uh, of Sherry. Um... So Mrs. McDonald is going to hold the fort while Mrs. Isaacs and Mr. Stefan go to the embassy. Yeah, Liz has to stay in her room. Yeah, she begs to go. But, you know, that unsurprisingly, though, they would, won't take her. Yeah. Like, why would they? Yeah, why would, like, let's make this situation even worse by taking another kid yeah. with us. Yeah. And then we get back to the secret room. Oh, boy. <laughs> They're hiding. The man's <clears throat> moving closer and closer. Yeah, he's snooping around. And when he finds some papers in a desk drawer, he slips them into his pocket and then he carries on snooping. They realise he's going to go and look in the filing cabinet soon. Yeah, he'll be right caught. next to them. Yeah. But then a secret panel opens in the wall behind them. <gasps> and a cute boy beckons for them to follow him. 
Through the panel is a dark tunnel. The man sees them and chases them through it. Yeah. After what felt like forever, they climb out of the tunnel and into a huge bright room full of chandeliers and oriental rugs. Yeah, the boy calls it the light room. Yeah, he says the previous ambassador collected diamond chandeliers. That's <laughs> quite a thing to collect, isn't it? I collect Sweet Valley High books, but... Yeah, we all have a collection of something. Yeah. Why not diamond chandeliers? So, they aren't safe yet, though. He leads them into a child's nursery. It's getting really weird now. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like a horror film scene. It is, this, this whole bit is really weird. <laughs> I loved it, but it comes out of nowhere. Um, and then they go up onto a bunk bed and through a trap door into the roof. Yeah, so now they're in the attic and they can hear the man shouting and saying he's going to find these pesky kids. Yeah, they've locked the trap door behind them. Yeah. The boy tells them that the man is a spy. So, like, logically, at this point, I was like, he's not a spy. He probably <laughs> works there and is like security or something. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? These crazy kids. But, you know. Yeah, the boy says he saw the guy come upstairs and he followed him up. The papers he's stolen could be dangerous in the wrong hands. Yeah, because, of course, Jess says, like, oh, he did get some papers. I saw him pick some papers mm. up. And the boy's like, oh, my God, we've got to go warn people. Yeah, he has to be stopped from leaving the building. The spy's just gone now. He just magically disappeared, yeah. So the boy takes them downstairs to his father, Mr. Linwood. Oh, this boy must be Leslie's brother. Yeah. Mr. Linwood seals all the exits and he tells the girls they have to help him find the spy because they know what he looks like. Like, okay, just ask two 12-year-old girls that you don't even know to risk their lives hunting down a spy that could be dangerous. I'd be like, son, are you making shit up? Because, yeah. like, <laughs> this sounds like nonsense to me, you know? It sounds like you've been playing over-imagination, overactive. Also, why does he trust um, Jessica and Anne anyway? Like, he doesn't know who they are. No. They could be in on it. But yeah, 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 absolutely. They could be involved in this. And, yeah, it, to look for the spy, that's security and the police's job, not the <laughs> no, job of No one cares about children's welfare in this book. They just put them in harm's way all the time. I know. Anyway, um, Anna and Jessica are now head of the spy capture yeah. uh, <laughs> investigation. Don't, don't need to call in the, the CIA or anything. It's fine. Don't Just, worry about it. you got Anna and Jessica. Stand down the SWAT team. Yeah. Jessica's got this. Well, Jessica says, uh, Anna says the man didn't look like a spy. And Jessica says nobody looks like a spy unless they're wearing a trench coat. <laughs> Duh. Right. Oh, we're getting to the best scene. <clears throat> the three kids start looking <laughs> and Jessica finds him. She in does. the kitchen. She spots a massive, expensive diamond ring on the man. Mm. And she thinks, a peasant chef wouldn't have a diamond ring. Yeah, he's disguised as a chef with a fake beard on. Brilliant. But it gets better. Yeah, she exposes him in front of everyone. And then, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I had to reread this a couple of times to make sure he... that this actually happened. <laughs> he throws a turkey at her and runs away. <laughs> I just imagine it being like, ugh. That's hilarious. Uh, and of course, the, the <clears throat> Jess's dress is ruined. And she's like, oh, my dress. It's just covered in like turkey, turkey juice. Yeah. Oh. But the security guards catch him. And Jessica notices the papers poking out of his sock. Jessica has saved the day. Yeah, everyone cheers. And they find the poor 
Oscar, the real chef, tied up in yeah. a closet. Yeah, because uh, the kitchen staff say that the the spy had told them that Oscar was ill and he was the standard. Yeah. But yeah, they find him in a linen closet, tied up in his own apron, and gagged with a dishcloth. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds, this sounds like some kind of scene from Faulty Towers. Yeah, it's a bit weird. And it also begs the question how he got in in the first place. But never mind. I mean, we know that the security's pretty lax. Oh, it's easy to get in, yeah. yeah. You all, well, I bet what he did, actually. Pretended is he, he was someone's he pre- husband. Pretended he was. A woman yeah, he's just like, no, the, these two adults there my age are actually my parents. <laughs> so after that action packed chapter. We're back to boring Liz. Yeah, back to boring Liz. Being boring. Reading books in bed. Yeah. She's, um, you know, she's waiting for news, but she's going to read her bloody guides or whatever. Yeah, I bet she's she's reading the damn guidebook. Yeah, I reckon so. Um, Ellen, uncharacteristically, comes up to give her some food. Yeah, and judgy Liz thinks it's weird that one of Jess's snob squad is being nice. I couldn't believe it. I was like, no, she's just being nice to you. It's like, you don't even know Ellen. Yeah, that's true, actually. You don't know Stop judging people. Yeah. But uh, Ellen caught, ste- caught Sherry stealing desserts from the dessert trolley and she threatened to tell on her. And then when Sherry ran off, she stole the rest of them. Yeah, I love it. Well done, Ellen. Good move. Liz is upset because uh, Sherry's performing a solo downstairs and she wanted everyone to see how great Sweet Valley Choir were. Yeah, but Ellen's like, it's it's not the competition. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's like it's, it's irrelevant. Everyone's going to be at the competition and we'll see how good you are then. Yeah. And then we get back to the action. After oh boy. that boring little bit. At the embassy, an announcement's made for all of the kids to gather uh, next to the Christmas tree. Yeah, this is quite sweet. So um, the boy, who has still not revealed their name, <laughs> for reasons, um, has, says that um, they uh, they basically all get presents for needy kids in other countries. And they mm. each get a name in a country to, to buy a gift for them. Yeah. Because Jessica's eyeing the presents and saying, "Are they gonna? We're gonna open them." Yeah, it's like learn something, Jessica. They're they're not for you. They're not for you. You're not even invited to <laughs> yeah, the embassy. Meant to I be mean, there. you've got no reason to be here at all. Anna says all she wants for Christmas this year is to find her sister, and she explains to the boy that his sister might be her sister. Yeah, and the boy's like, "My sister's two years old." Mm. So she asks if he's related to anyone called Leslie. And I seriously didn't see this coming. I saw this coming immediately. I didn't see it coming at all. The moment this boy turned up, I was like, Leslie is also a boy's name. So, yeah, his name is Leslie. And he's adopted. Oh, my God. And the birth certificate didn't say whether he was male or female, I guess. Lucky he knew that he was adopted as well. Otherwise, yeah, this would have been a true. massive bombshell for him. Yeah, oh my God, like, imagine that. Yeah. His parents hadn't told him. Yeah. Oh, my God, that would have been horrendous. <laughs> But yeah, luckily he knew, but he had no idea about Anna. The birth certificate definitely would have said he was a boy. It would have, yeah. She, I, I think guess it might just have just have that. Yeah, it's just a little... I guess she just didn't read it all. Yeah, yeah. So they go to a private room where Mr. and Mrs. Lynn would explain the whole story. Yeah, this... this I was like, what? Okay. But they're interrupted by a furious Mr. Stefan and Mrs. Isaacs. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 probably... At risk of losing their jobs at this point. And maybe doing, like, going to court. And also, somehow they just managed to get into the embassy as well. <laughs> Everyone's allowed in now. Everyone's just, allowed just in. Just come on in. Yeah. Jess is mortified because they're kicking right off and photographers are taking photos. Yeah. But when Mr. Linwood introduces himself and 
tells them that the girls caught a spy and they must be congratulated for their bravery. The teachers calm down and they're impressed. I mean, they're impressed, but these kids are going to be in the newspaper and the school board and everyone, the parents are going to question how on earth they ended up getting there in yeah. the first place. You're in I trouble. Yeah. Like, you're in trouble for sure. The press take photos of all three kids and Jessica thinks how je- uh, jealous Lila's going to be. Oh, yeah. Anna gets excused from singing and the Linwoods are invited to watch the competition. Yeah, it's said that Mr. Stefan is beat red upon hearing because Anna basically confesses that she can't even sing. Hmm. And I was like, I would be embarrassed too because like the fact you didn't notice that she couldn't sing yeah. until this point would be really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So I think to save his own skin, he's like, yeah, don't worry, you don't have to sing. Yeah. Oh, that'll be nice. So the following day, the Barretts have arrived. And the two families plan to get together and explain everything to Anna and Leslie. Yeah. And then we cut to a dress dress rehearsal for the choir and Jessica is absolutely full of it. Of course. Telling everyone that they, how she caught a spy. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I'd be pretty full of it as well. Yeah, I would as well. If I was that age, I'd be like... I would at this age, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at that age, I would have been like... I stopped a spy. I mean, no yeah. one would believe you. I guess you're, you are in the newspaper, though, so I suppose it is, like, confirmed. Yeah. It um, reminds me of when I caught a burglar on the way to Girl Guides. Whoa. You knew about that, didn't you? No. Yeah, I was on my way to Girl Guides. I was 12. And there was... Uh, I walked past my parents' garage, and there was... Uh, the light was on, and someone... There was, like, a shadow in there going through all the stuff. Sounds like and a, I, a, an episode of Sweet Valley Twins. I know. I knew my parents were inside watching TV. Yeah. I peered through the crack in the garage door and there was a random man in there like taking my dad's tools. Oh my God. So I ran back down the road and back into the house and I was like, oh my God, there's a burglar, there's a burglar. And then uh, my dad went out and uh, was like, what are you doing here? And he said to my dad, it's okay, the lady of the house knows I'm here. The lady of the house. And then my dad looked at him and said, you thieving bastard. <laughs> and I was just in the background like, oh my God, this is this amazing. This is the most exciting thing ever. And then uh, my dad pinned him down. My mum ran in to call the police. Oh my God. But the police didn't get there in time and he, he ran away. Wow, you stopped a burglary there. But then I went to guides and I was about 20 minutes late and I walked in late like, like sorry oh, I'm yeah. late I just Hot caught shit. a robber yeah <laughs> you're sorry I'm late guys and then I'm, I had to I'm stand fighting crime yeah and then and then I got to stand up and tell like all the girl guides what, my whole story about what I did it was amazing oh, it was nothing guys you yeah. know me fighting crime <laughs> <laughs> yeah it reminds me of that but Jessica even suggests that the choir should have a uh, purple robes instead of black yeah, I thought that was very Jessica. And Liz says it's not a unicorn choir. Well, I mean, it, they probably would have taken the unicorns. I'm surprised Lila didn't actually audition. I mean, I guess she's probably been to Washington loads. Yeah, I guess. They spot a copy of the Washington Eagle on a newsstand, and the kids are front page news. Yeah. Jessica loves it. Damn right. Back at the hotel, the twins are getting ready to attend a special lunch at the embassy. Why is Liz invited? <laughs> I don't know. She was nothing to do with this. Yeah. Jessica's panicking about what to wear, but Elizabeth's just thrown on a sweater and some cords. Liz, Liz you're going to an embassy. I know. Like, you could make some effort here. Oh, no, I'd rather just wear my khakis. Clothes are shallow, don't you know? Yeah, of course. 
Um, but Jessica, of course, wants to impress Leslie, and she wears the new purple outfit that she got at the Aww. beginning. She ties a scarf around her head too, but Elizabeth says she looks like a gypsy. <laughs> at the embassy, the Linwoods explain that at the time of the adoptions... <laughs> this just... What? Yeah, so at the time of the adoptions, Mr. Linwood had a top-secret government job, that they had, and he had to keep a low profile. He'd asked the Barretts not to tell Anna about Leslie for their own protection. But... Even, like... I don't really get it either. Even secret... You just lead a double life, though, right? If you've got a top secret job, you still ha- you're still allowed to have a life separate from it, and you'd still be allowed to have kids. you just lie about what job you had, surely. Yeah, but I guess if anybody found out his true identity... Then... I, I guess. Why would, why would the other adopted person <laughs> in a different country be I know, that's the thing I didn't get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, anyway, that's 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 that. Yeah, I, this was a lovely story so far. He's in a new post now, so um, everything's fine. And they plan to discuss it uh, when they got settled in Washington. Yes. There's lots of cheesy happiness and everyone hugs. Yeah, it's so quite I heartwarming. I find it really boring after all the action. Yeah, but back this bit was, this bit was nice. I must admit, at this point, I was like, I don't care about the competition anymore. Yeah, I was like, this bit might as well have ended when they caught the spy. Really. Yeah, yeah. So later on, the choirs get together for a social hour. Jessica's borrowed one of Liz's party dresses because hers has got turkey grease on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm surprised Liz bought a party dress with her, let alone more than one. Luckily, she couldn't be bothered to wear it to the embassy. So I know, she's yeah. Got well, a she, yeah. And she, well, she's, she's got two because she's lent Jess one of them. Do you think Jess put it in there for her? She's yeah. like, oh, this bloody girl. Sherry accuses Jessica of making the whole spy story up. Even though it's, it's in like the papers. It's literally front page news, Sherry. Yeah. This is true. And then finally, we reach the competition, which, yeah, by this point, I don't really care about I've, I've literally made, like, one note. Um, so Jessica's drooling over Leslie in his suit and tie. Yes. And, yeah, this bit's really long. There's so much about their performances, but... There's so much, but so little. <laughs> they win. Yeah, Sweet Valley perform. The girls do their solos. They get lots of applause. All the other schools perform. And then there's something called the Dueling Voices competition. Yes, yeah. So which basically sounds uh, like a rap head. battle. Yeah, it does. It's, with it's, it's, yeah, it's like a carol rap battle. Yeah. yeah. Dana, Winston, Jessica, and Graham, Jessica, Jessica represent Sweet Valley High. Sweet Valley Twin, uh, Middle School, sorry. Middle School, yeah. Middle School. <laughs> Renata High. University. Um, and then, of course, Jessica ends up against Sherry head-to-head. Of course. But she's great. And when the final scores are tallied, Grant Middle School have lost their title. They come nice, second. The first loss in years, right? Because Grant's always won <clears throat> up until this point, yeah. like consecutively. Sherry won't even go up and accept the trophy. Yeah. I'm glad, by the way. Yeah. Because I was really worried this book was going to end with them being like, oh, we're both winners and it's fine. Mm-hmm. I was really glad because Sherry was a complete bitch. Yeah, Grant school boo um, Sweet Valley when they got yeah. together. I was really glad because normally these books always end in that <clears throat> resolution of like, oh, everyone gets on and everyone's yeah. happy. And I was like, no, no, Sherry's been awful. She deserves this. And guess who goes up to accept the trophy on behalf of the choir? Dana. No. Fuck Dana. Fuck all the kids <laughs> that have been part of this for years. It's fucking Elizabeth. It's the spy. Uh, yeah, Elizabeth goes up to uh, to accept the award. Yeah, why not? 
I guess they needed to give Liz something to do. It does turn out that the uh, Julian voices contest was a tie, though, between Jess and Sherry. Yeah, they're they're both as good as one another, but overall, Sweet Valley have won. Mm. And we finish with Anna giving Jessica a bouquet of roses, um, and the roses are from Leslie, and they oh. have a card. Yeah, Matt can get fucked now. Yeah, Matt who turned Matt up. I thought that was, I genuinely dinner. thought Matt was going somewhere because they make out like they have a moment, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to go somewhere," yeah. and he's never mentioned again. After the writer just changed their mind halfway yeah. through. They're like, "Oh yeah, Leslie." Yeah, the card says, "Jessica, congratulations to a great singer. See you at Carnegie Hall. Love, Leslie Limwood." And he was never heard from ever again. Oh, I wish he was. He might be. We don't know. No. Um, and that's the end. Yeah. So I don't know if Anna is a regular either. I think she is. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Because, again, we've skipped ahead slightly with these yeah. books, haven't we? So we, slipped, we slipped ahead a, a lot with this one. Because mm. Special Christmas was only about four books ahead of where we are. Yeah, so with this, this we've this gone is, quite This is, I think, far. about 20 books ahead. Okay. <laughs> but it was the first um, Christmas one that they did. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, ha- we were not doing festive to. things. Yeah. You know, we can't be doing a Christmas book in, like, you know, June. We mm. need to save them for the right season. So, no, it's good. Um, I loved this book. Yeah, me I too. I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. Not terribly Christmassy, but very fun. Yeah. I really wasn't expecting the bit with the spy. That just came out of nowhere. No, I, I like, thought oh, it was going to be some just heartwarming story about a long-lost sister. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what... Well, I, I was like, mm, yeah. But the spy I was not expecting. <laughs> the bit with the turkey was the highlight. So that's it for this year from us. Yes, it is. We're going to take a week's break uh, between Christmas and New Year. Um, But we'll be back. uh, Yeah, we'll be back the first Sunday of January. First Monday. Yes, Monday. We record (laughs) on Sunday. So, yeah, we're back on the 3rd of January with um, Kelly's Roadhouse and it's Showdown. Showdown, yes. I have the book ready. And will be back on the 10th with one of the gang Ooh. about the disabled olympics oh no it's going to be the most inappropriate i'm a little bit worried about awfully dated book i know i haven't read it and i'm i'm a bit concerned we'll uh we'll see hey we didn't write it we're just we're just reviewing it yeah <laughs> we're <laughs> just, just saying it. what it says just saying what it says um but everybody Thank you so much for listening this year. Um, it's, you know, this has been great. And our, our you know, we see more and more people listening now. Um, <clears throat> we love all your comments. And um, yeah, have a great Christmas and stuff. Yeah, and we've got lots of specials planned for the coming oh, boy. next couple of months. Our, our, our uh, start of next year is busy with specials. Yeah, because we've got our birthday, our first birthday, which is on the 1st of February. Yes, indeed. Then Casey's birthday is in may i think mm-hmm. um and then there's a valentine special there's the spring specials we've got a lot of specials um, coming up it's going to yes. be a fun year of sweet valley goodness so have a great christmas everybody and uh, look us up on facebook at kelly's roadhouse podcast and instagram kelly's roadhouse yeah thank you and everybody we'll see you next year bye bye bye